Hello, I'm Chris Henry, welcoming you once more to AME's Applied Excellence podcast series. Change management is something that every company faces at some point. It's daunting because, frankly, you're dealing with human nature. The most complicated part of managing change may be understanding how to bring your employees on board. Richard Evans, president of AME Canada, knows there is a way to do it. For decades, he's been offering guidance and instruction to companies on how to implement change smoothly and coherently. And recently, he shared his thoughts on the subject. What is it about change that people fear? Is it the fear of failure? Is it a fear of trying something new? Or is it a fear of letting go of something that they're familiar with? Well, Chris, it's more, I, I would say, the fear of the unknown. Uh, if we if we look at ourselves as human beings, we get into routines. You know, we get up in the morning, we, we travel, we go to work, uh, and usually we know what to expect when we get to work, when we do our daily routines. We're in a comfort zone, and this is why we we don't like change because it takes us out of that routine. We're in a, a set schedule and any type of change within our lives disrupts that routine. And uh, people really don't like change that much. Uh, if they're not aware of it, they, they tend to resist it. Uh, and if it takes them out of their regular comfort zones, then there's that declining nature that they have uh, against any sort of change. But would people be more willing to embrace change if they saw the advantage, if they saw how it would improve their own lives? That's quite an important aspect, actually. Uh, Over the years, I remember back in the days when I was working in an aerospace company, I heard the word change management a lot and didn't really quite understand it. And then uh, about 15 years ago, I came across uh, a change management model called ADCAR. Uh, It's an acronym. It stands for Awareness, Desire, Knowledge, Ability, and Reinforcement. And it's a wonderful model that I've been using for the past 15 years to try and understand how people react. And when you ask uh, about people if they see their own opportunities in change, one of the key things in ADCAR is to provide awareness and desire. And the awareness factor is essentially uh, being very transparent. What are we going to do? How how are we going to do it? Let people know in advance about changes that will affect them. Uh, and then the desire part is is critically important. You've now got to satisfy that desire within the people who are going to be affected by the change. We have this wonderful thing called the WIFM factor, what's in it for me? And most people are looking for, you know, why should I embrace this change? Why should I do this? What's in it for me? And this is this is critically important. And, and I use ADCAR uh, a lot when talking to organizations, talking to leaders to try and understand where they might have failed in, in their particular uh, change when they've put something new into the workplace. So very important that, um, that people see their own opportunities. And I think people would embrace them more if they could find their own opportunities in the change. 
There's another issue at play, though, and it's one that Richard knows well. The fact that people don't all learn and embrace change in the same way. But this doesn't have to be an obstacle. Again, I go back to the model that I use, which is ADCAR. And the, the K and the A refer to the knowledge and the ability. Now, obviously, uh, as you say, people are different. Uh, everyone's an individual. The knowledge that you provide uh, at that particular stage in the change process would probably be standard. So you're going to apply that knowledge. You're going to either teach them or, or get them to uh, understand what the change is all about and what they have to do. And then now you're going to check their ability to do it. So in in the case of applying the knowledge, you want to make sure that uh, the individuals are receptive to the application of the knowledge and that when you test test their ability to give you that learning back that they've got it that that's when this particular aspect comes into play that people are individuals so it's up to the people who are uh, implementing the change at this particular stage to determine whether the individual has got it or whether the individual needs to actually go a little bit longer. I'm uh, a certified training within industry job instruction instructor, and the, the methodology we use is very, very similar to ADCAR. We actually take people through a four-step process. Step number one is prepare the worker. And prepare the worker uh, basically goes through the awareness and the desire of change management. So the, the trainer now is preparing the worker to get the, the worker's mind in the right frame of mind in order to learn the job. Step number two is present the operation, and this falls in line with the knowledge aspect of change management. Step number three is what we call tryout performance, and tryout performance is completely aligned with ability in the ADCAR model. And then step number four is follow-up, which uh, obviously aligns with the reinforcement. And this is a methodology of training somebody to do a new job, a new task, and to learn by memory. And it's amazing that it follows the same process because we try and look at how a person thinks when it comes to accepting change. And this has been a, a proven technique since the early 1940s in training people how to do new jobs. And it follows the ADCAR model um, perfectly. And it really uh, looks at how each person's ability varies and, and looks how each person's method of accepting change varies. So one of the caution notes you've got there is um, continue until you know that they know. So it certainly takes into account the variance in, in the different aspects of people's behaviors. You've done this kind of work in, in many, many different companies, many different organizations over the years. In your estimation, what element of change management do the majority of companies often get most wrong? Uh, in most of the organizations that I go into, there's always been 
some change that they failed at. For instance, uh, companies try and embark on a 5S program and, and we have a, a little sort of joke in the industry, oh, you must be experts in 5S. And they go, why? And we say, well, because you've done it nine times. And it's really interesting. You know, obviously, if they've done it once and failed, done it twice and failed, done it three times and failed, then they've, they've got something wrong. And more or less, uh, in general, we find that they miss the awareness and the desire. So if, if you have not provided the awareness of the change, why are we doing this? Uh, what's going to be the benefits of it? Uh, what is it? Why is it good for you? Uh, what are you going to um, be better at? Uh, those are the two aspects that most companies fail at. They're pretty good at knowledge uh, and ability. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, the reinforcement at the end. And one of the things that we talk a lot about uh, in organizations that if a process breaks, there's only one reason why it breaks. And that's because management's lost interest. Uh, They've either lost interest because they're not measuring it. They've either lost interest because they're not reinforcing it. Um, They've either lost interest because there's another flavor of the month that they're going on because they don't have a true vision and a true roadmap of where they're going. Um, But I found with experience that Uh, If people follow the change management model, and ADCAR is a very good example of a very simple change management model, then the change will be uh, well-rooted if you make a change in any organization. uh, Once that change is established, you've got to make that standard, and then that becomes the, the standard from then and onwards. For change management to work, those managing the change must be able to lead effectively and communicate clearly so that the workforce is fully engaged. In other words, people-centric leadership. It's very difficult to manage change effectively if you fail to bring out the best in your workforce and then expect them to embrace a change with enthusiasm. Our thanks to Richard Evans for his input today. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Applied Excellence. We always welcome your comments So please feel free to let us know what you're thinking by going to our website, ame.org, and leaving your remarks there. I'm Chris Henry. We'll see you next time.